All right, guys, welcome back to the Big Six podcast. This is going to be just quickly covering the midweek fixtures from the Premier League. We're sorry we haven't had one out this week. There just wasn't really enough to talk about by the FA Cup third round, and we didn't want to put one out just for the sake of it. So we're back here. I'm joined today by Demille. Hello. Say. Yo. And Matt. Hello. So we're going to start at Turf Moor, where Manchester United went three points clear of the Premier League in my delight it was a very frustrating game to watch but it was another one of those games that we had to win and we found a way and I think at the moment it's a bit like that game it was a bit less about the performance which I thought was good in general but it's just about pulling through these kind of games and we showed a lot of characters to get through that especially after the events of the first half I'll pass over to you to me quickly what do you think of the game? I thought it was a good game um, you know when you come to Burnley when you go to Burnley you know what you're going to, going to expect tough battle um, t- challenges flying in, cards, you know, VAR being involved, and that's exactly what happened. And you know, it, it was good man management from Oli to calm the lads down at half time because you could see them getting um, rifled up, and that's what um, Burnley want want you to do. Don't, they don't want you to play football. They want you to get into battle with them, and they know that they can beat you in that battle. So it was good that in the second half we saw us play better football, and I think. Well, I mean, the second half, Paul Pogba just—he just took the show, didn't he? He ran the show, ran the midfield. He deserved his goal. Um, and to be fair, I think he's been our best player since the West Ham game. I, I don't know what you think, but that—that that, that game, he—he just—he got—he got us through it, to be honest. And the defense in the end um, pulled through as well. But we won that game because of Pogba's goal, and I'm delighted of, uh, with Pogba. Um, Recently, um, yeah, there's there's not there's not much um, not much to say about the game uh, other than that we're top of the league. So. Yeah, I, um, I I completely agree with your point about Pogba, and it's really been him, Rashford, and Bruno leading the line, and then obviously the defence been solid. So it really has been our best players stepping out when we need them most, and that's that's what you need. And like I touched on before, this was never going to be a three or four 0 win. It was going to be a battle. Just make sure we get the result and. First half was not our best. Obviously, the Maguire goal should have stood, in my opinion. But I wouldn't have used that as an excuse if we wouldn't have won the game because it wouldn't have been good enough regardless. But second half, like you said, Oli kind of players down, came out, played our own game. And we did deserve the goal and we missed a couple of good chances as well. Some good football on show. And at the moment, obviously, massive game at the weekend. We'll touch on that in a minute. Um, but it's a good time to support United right now because it is the best feeling in the world seeing somebody like Oli, a person, it, you can tell how much it means to him mm. and unlike previous managers, you didn't have that and like every single win and you could see within the players like they knew how big of a win that was and one of the first things I said, I think it was in one of the first episodes of this uh, show, that we've spent far too long going into games like Wolves, Aston Villa, Leicester and Burnley. Like That was quite a hard run of games but we should be winning those games really because we're better than all of them and we need to stop going in with that. I'm sure the players don't but as fans we're like oh, this should be a tough game but it shouldn't be a tough game because if we're serious about going places, we've got to win games like that. And I think to come away from the 10 points out of 12 from them is pretty good, especially if other teams dropping points. And if we can get through the Liverpool game on scale, we've got Fulham and Sheffield United next, and that is an opportunity to pick up another six points. So we'll talk about the um, United-Liverpool game. I mean, it's definitely the biggest game of the season so far in the Premier League. Taste here, so we'll have to say as well. From my point of view... I can't see us winning. I don't want to be too negative, but and that's no testament to we're not good enough. I just think we're probably going to go out to defend 
enough. I could see a draw or maybe a close loss. That's probably my early predictions. I'm sure that'll change throughout the week. What about you, Jamil? What do you think at the moment? I do, th- I do think we'll unfortunately lose the... I don't... <laughs> there, there's goals for us in that game, right? The way Liverpool's playing right now, the way they play with a high line, they press you and it's intense. And if you get through that, you can survive and you can get through it. But as we've seen uh, with Leicester against Liverpool, Wolves against Liverpool, they bad, they battered them and they suffocated them. And um, yes, you're, you're, you're quite right. We are going there to defend. And, you know, it, it has brought us joy uh, sometimes. I remember when um, last season we do it against City and um, we get a result. So I'm not, I'm not going to say we can't win. No, I, I don't. I don't think we will. I listen. I'll take a draw. Right? If you offered me a draw, I, I'd snatch your hand off. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I, I agree think. With that. I think a draw is 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 a good result for us. Um, but being realistic, I think it would be a two-one Liverpool win. I don't know what Tate thinks. Yeah, I'll um, I'll come over to ten in a minute. But um, it's quite hard to second guess Ollie's team because I. First of all, well, before the Burnley game and before this run of form, I could have banked that he would go with the five. But now that the four, the four-two-three-one has worked so well, and with Pogba's recent performances, you, there's an argument that you can't really drop him. But then you can't really play him in a two, and he's, we know his best position at the moment is playing further forward. But then if you play him further forward, you sacrifice the five. So it'd be interesting to see what Oli does. I mean, I think what what I would quite like to see is to probably go with the five and then if we can stay in the game like we did it against PSG in sort of 60th, 70th minute and then we can bring on like the likes of Pogba and Cavani and try and squeeze out the pitch and go for the win I think that is what he might do don't know if you agree with that Demille yeah 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 no, I do I think I think this game is, is going to um, require us to defend deep um, and that, that's no that's no like you know negative to be fair I mean, we are, when when us fans complained about us defending deep, it's been against the wrong teams. For example, like Arsenal or Chelsea. You know, they're, they're, with all due respect, they're, they're not teams you, you should be have to defend in deep. They have more, yeah. like a massive amount of quality over exactly. more even than we are with Liverpool. Liverpool, they're the best team in the league. They're or second best team in the league, if, if you count City. So it's, it's really like, it's just tactics. So... I want us. I want to see us. You know, stay in the game as long as we can. And if say say it comes to like maybe 70, 75 minutes, um, and and we're still in, and, and it's still frustrating Liverpool, then you know, what? Why not go for the kill? Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And it's going to take a big performance from everybody to get through this game and. I actually do think it, now that we've won that Burnley game, I do think it's a slightly bigger occasion for Liverpool now because if they went six points behind us, that is quite a gap. But then if we were to lose level on points, I'm sure our fans will still overreact because that's what they do. But it's not exactly a bad position to mm. be in for us considering where we were. I mean, I don't want to use the cliche, snap your hand off, whatever. But if you said to me level on points in January, I'd have been ecstatic for that, never mind three or six points clear. I mean, I'll come to you now, Tay. I, I don't know if you agree with my statement then about it being a bigger game for you um, than it is for us. Or... Yeah, yes and no. I know it doesn't really make much sense, but um, it's it's huge for both both of us. Like, 
it's not. I don't think it's a case of whoever it's biggest for. At the end of the day, whether Liverpool fans like it or whether United fans believe they are, this is a title race game, especially like you say after the win at Burnley. And our players have got to look at that, and hopefully they are. Like you say, you can't you can't then and go after the win at Burnley, go and be six points behind. It's not that. That's not that's not something that can happen. Um, but yeah, it's a huge game for both sides. I mean. My biggest worry for Liverpool is um, what's going to happen with the second centre-half because in the news, Matip hasn't trained. Um, Keita hasn't trained. And I say Keita because I assume Klopp would play Henderson at centre-back. But if but then who goes in midfield if there's no Keita? Uh, it's, it's hard. Like If this was at Old Trafford, I'd have zero confidence. But where it's at Anfield and I feel like we are due a performance where at least some goals a bit of ruthlessness um, coming soon I've said that the past three weeks and I've jinxed it every time though so um, maybe I've done it again but yeah we're due we're due some we're due a big performance and I feel like this could it, this could come against United given that we I think we need a centre back really we need Matip to be fit otherwise I'm terrified of your counter attack because I know what Oli's do it's going to be i think it's going to be a lot similar to last year but with a lot more quality players or players that know ollie's system a lot better are willing to work for the half chances that rashford will get bruno will get um so yeah i think it will be a tight one but we have we have to score and i think it all comes down to um the team that liverpool and united play i wouldn't be able to give you a prediction until i've seen the teams to be honest go on you got it yeah so we did (sighs) I've got a good prediction. Early prediction. Yeah, early I'll, prediction. I'll go nil nil. <laughs> no way. That's an easy way out. I'll take that. It's boring. I'd, I'd, I'd take that. I'd I mean, take that at this point. But yeah, I, I'm, well, I might. I hope, I hope that's the not day, the case. Right now, I'm gonna... I hope. I hope Liverpool aren't happy with a nil nil because then it's just going to peter out like it did in the City game. It's going to be underwhelming. Let's I'll but, take um, underwhelming until we get a centre back back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we can't afford to be playing this high risk football with these these centre backs that we have. Uh, with, with all due respect, then right now they're not good enough for a game like this and for the the threat that you possess. I saw something a few weeks ago that said United attack is good enough to win the league, but the defence is bad enough to get relegated or something like that. Obviously, it was a bit a uh, bit dramatic. But whatever way we put it, we are facing the most potent attack in the Premier League over the past year, and we've got zero senior centre backs. I mean, I could you could argue Fabinho is better than the centre backs we had anyway, other than Van Dijk. But like, we've we're not like, we're going into the game like I say against the best attack in the Premier League right now again with um with one centre back who's not even a centre back, uh, a right back that's really out of form. Like two two midfielders if Henderson drops deep, so I think the game will be won and lost as well in the midfield. I think like I feel that's such a cliche to say, but I think it all depends. I feel Pogba has to start after his recent form. Bruno's obviously going to start, and I don't know whether Oli goes to Fred to break up the play yeah, or he goes McFred, to McTominay. I think, it's... I think, it's, I think that's nailed on, and that's why I made the point. Oh, about will it, Pogba will it be... maybe not starting. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, can he drop Pogba though after that? Well, I don't that, think that, Pogba will start. Pogba on the left? I don't. Yeah, See, that's yeah. what I said. Yeah. I don't know if he'll go with the five or the Pogba on the left. Wouldn't surprise me if Dan James played. No, no, I wouldn't play that part to be fair. 
I could see it being like a rush with Martial James from three to just get utter pace so you, on the counter attack. I'm not gonna lie. Really? You know I don't like Dan, Dan uh, James. Yeah, I... I'm not gonna whatever the line appears, I'm just gonna trust Ollie because the last time I went mad over a lineup we put six past leads. But we have got uh, we have got to prove a point in these games because we've played four, drew two and lost two against the standard top six this season and if we are gonna win a title, we're gonna have to pick up some form and away away form for us is better and we've still got to go to four uh, away grounds, I believe it is. Or is it all it's all five actually, I think. Yeah. yeah, it is all five. We've still got to go to all five away grounds and I actually think that probably plays into our hands yeah. a little bit, but we have got to prove a point, and if we lose, which we might do, I just hope we leave it all out there, unlike the game against City last week, because we didn't actually speak about that. I'll just quickly touch on it. It was really disappointing because I can accept that we're not as good as a team as City, but I can't accept that sort of performance. Like, we were so toothless and felt like we didn't even go for the game. And if, if, if that's a similar performance in Liverpool and we get rolled over, I'll be disappointed. I can't lie. I'm not going to lie. Um, it feels like... Bruno Fernandes, if, if he has a good game, you'll often win. Um, and I think Pogba's been like a part of, If even if Bruno isn't like exceptional, he'll, you know, be that player to be unbelievable. But like with Bruno, I think the biggest weakness he seems to have in big games, which I feel like is why you kind of struggle yeah, in big games, is he seems to just go for the audacious path every time. Like against City, he's always trying to be ambitious, which is completely fair enough. He's a risk-taking player. That's, that's his nature. But sometimes you've just got to play it simple, and, you know. Yeah, you are right. Far if he doesn't turn up in Liverpool, we are in trouble, especially if it's McFrad in midfield, because he's the only really source of creativity, because what's wan Sacco or Shaw going to do going forward? Well, absolutely sure. nothing. So, he was brilliant against us last year. Um, yeah, it, it, will unless, sure. it will be sure. I think and, sure. Unless, yeah, unless yeah. Shaw's in the sure? back three. And that... I don't. I think it'll. Yeah, I, I think they'll stay as a back four. To be honest, I think it'll be the same. Like Shaw, by um, Maguire, one I think McTominay, Fred, Bruno, Rashford, Martial, and um, James. I think be, um, I guess, if we play that, I think it'll be Pogba instead James. But yeah, I think um, we've seen these oh, like, yeah, true. big games now. Um, last season, we see them being five. We see we've seen it at City, um, Chelsea, and Liverpool, and we played. Chelsea and City, I mean, you've gone back to a four, uh, that is four true, two, three, yeah. one. So I think Oli's now trying to play his own way, um, play his own style, and I, I applaud that um, by him. I said on the on the pod a few weeks ago that I just want to see him, um, you know, go go not head to not, not head not to toe as such, but you know, like play his own game um, at, at times, yeah. and that's what we're seeing now. I think I think the four two three one. It's his formation, and he should stick to it. I don't do anything. I don't think it would adapt too much for opposition either with Liverpool. I think he'll go in that way more confident and be like, "Oh, why? Why should we change exactly. the setup? Even if it's Liverpool at Anfield, I still feel like he'll stick to the same." I do kind of hope that's the case. Maybe a few defensive. I do kind of hope that's the case because that would show a lot of progress that we're no longer so scared. But I wouldn't be opposed to the five either because I think it is effective. But we'll move on from this now because otherwise we'll be talking about this for hours. Like. I'll be thinking about this game for the next <laughs> right, 48 hours after we're filming this. It's being played. Um, it's a massive game. I'm Huge not game for you. Personally, but I mean, I'll have to have a few beers. Get me through that one for sure. But we'll, um, we'll move on to the other team in the title race at the moment. Uh, Man City, pretty standard 1-0 game against Brighton. This is the sort of performance we're used to seeing from Man City now. They're just killing it off. and well, They're a lot better at the bat now, and that's the reason. But... I say killing it off. Brighton were quite good in the second half, and we're probably unlucky to um, 
to make a goal. I think it was that Mapai yeah, chance. Yeah. Um, that Mapai chance. It was lift. It set up really nicely for him to chip it, but he messed up. And I think City. Like I watched, I watched bits of the first half, but not really. But I watched the whole of the second half. Brighton looked very good, but their whole issue this season has been without having a clinical striker, which showed once again. But with Man City, they're quite an interesting one. Um, they look unbelievably convincing, but then at times they look a lot of the time that they could concede like without my pie chance but they really don't seem to give away the same sort of chances they used to and it's, if they are to concede it's like a one goal in a game so i feel like if they can go two nil up yeah, they're safe is, from you, games. you got a got a good point there and with all the attacking players they've got and especially in this game i thought phil Foden was superb and he he has yeah <laughs> him and the Bruyne. phil Foden has really broke through this season and he's a, he's a he's a fantastic player and He's got a very well-taken goal. Some of the skills at Moncho were very, very good. I think he'll be an important player for City, especially in this um, defensive sort of style they're going for, because he's another player, as well as the Bourne, that can find that killer pass or put the ball in and out of a tight space or That's... just come up with a game-winning moment. And I thought he actually played very well against us in the semi-final the other, the other week as well. Yeah, I thought it was very good. But one thing I quite like, admire about City, and this has always been Pep, and I feel like he's always this is something... Pep's always been a very disres- like some of disrespected Pep because of money and such. But I always admire the expansion um, in the Man City team. So you got like Cancelo playing as a left back, sometimes in midfield, sometimes in attacking runs. He's been flawless this season, and I'm delighted for him because I remember him at Juve. He was unbelievable, probably the best right back in the world, if not second best. But finally, he's translated that football over. And just in general, like how versatile City are. Foden could track back to Brian Can. Um, obviously that's like expected, but just everyone plays for everyone in that team, I feel like, and play like yeah. any role and, um, in the team. Obviously, like we spoke about this before, but they've got a very favourable run coming out. They've got a few more home games. Uh, and City always like... have a favourable run. I'm not trying to sound like that guy, <laughs> but every time I look at their next fixtures, it's just like... They have Everton and Villa, Obviously, they play the same fair. people every time. Every time I look, it's, oh, they've got an easy run. It's got an easy run. Where are their hard games? <laughs> Do not have any? They it's Liverpool. Yeah, they play Chelsea. They play. But like, to to be fair though, they just like you say. Where are their hard games? They don't really have when they play a hard game in like quotation marks. Better teams nowadays. That so like their hard games are the teams probably the, the teams like Burnley, but not Burnley because they absolutely smashed them. But like those oh, sorts of teams Brighton that just can't quite get the killer goal. Like but, Brighton. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a team like Brighton is their team which could cause I'm still going to say City for the title. I think that's where I'm at at the moment because of how good their defence has been and they've still got players, can, like I said a minute ago, that can provide a killer, killer touch, killer goal. And if Aguero gets back fit and Sterling gets back in form, I think they're going to be quite hard to catch. But then again, like after that Spurs game, I did really think they haven't got anything going from the moment. But it's such an unpredictable season. They could get done by Palace on Sunday. Palace need a win. Everyone's Palace opinion will change right now. Will it? Palace. Palace. Are... Yeah, we'll, um, we'll yeah, get, we'll, we'll, we'll get on to them, actually. We'll yeah. go with that now. Um, Palace at Arsenal. They, uh, I'm, I'll okay. hand over to Matt in a minute. But sure. from what I saw of the game, I didn't quite catch all of it. But I caught most of it. Palace were quite good in this game. And maybe even unlucky not to take all three. I mean, they've been in a dire run lately, and a lot of their a lot of their supporters are quite fed up with Roy Hodgson. But at times, they can be quite a you know quite an impressive team. They beat us this season. Of course, other teams have a lot of problems. Um, 
obviously it's a disappointing result for uh, Arsenal, Matt. I'll, um, I'll let you take it away. What do you think of the game? Um, I thought it was an absolute snooze fest of a game from minute one. Um, first half, they were the better team. We were lethargic, slow, never really got going, which is similar to the story in the second half, but nothing really happened for us. Palace had a few attacks, which Xhaka defended really well, who was the best player on the pitch easily. Um, but just in general, like they had that Zaha chance with Xhaka blocked well. They had that Benteke header, which was a very, very good save from Leno. You expect him to make it, and then they hit the post as well. So we were arguably lucky not to go one behind. But at the same time, we had some good chances in the first half. We just had Aubameyang and the heart of them, unfortunately. Um, like, he had to put an easy cross into Smithrow and put it behind him. He had to uh, just... Uh, I don't think Aubameyang suits his system at all. Like, a possession-based team who's trying to craft with wingers being an integral part of it. You saw what Arteta did to City wingers. I don't think he suits them at all. And it's kind of same for Pepe. Um... I've defended the guys for so long, but it's tough now, um, unfortunately. No longer, but yeah, and then on to the second half. Um, we started off far, far better on the front foot, controlled the game, to be honest. They didn't really have a sniff, but Xhaka uh, made a brilliant interception to stop it essentially being a clear goal because they had some good breakaway chances, but ultimately, I know they could have been one up. It's very disappointing not to win the game like that. We had all of the ball. David Luiz stepped right, was just constantly just doing nothing with the ball until someone charges at him and then he loses it or passes it sideways. There's just so much sideways passing and unfortunately you take out Smith Rowe and Saka from the game and we're pretty pretty useless to be honest. So for anyone else who's playing us, while we don't have anyone else at the moment, like uh, Solomon who could potentially come in in January, then, uh, you know, just take out Saka and Smith through and you'll probably be all I right. I still think you're probably, you're, like you said, a couple of signings away because the squad's obviously far from complete, uh, complete. And it was a bit, like you said... Oh, I didn't know one thing. Um, Saka and Smith Rowe sort of been identified as your, you know, spots that need to be sorted out. And it's what it made him say when Abanyan's there as well, but he's the lesser of the problem at the moment. And Palace dealt with uh, Smith Rowe and Saka quite well, and that's no disrespect to them because they're young. And really when well, you get yeah. marked out of game, you get marked out of game, it's very tough to do anything about that. You need to rely on your teammates to dig you out of it. And I mean, Palace obviously are going to have chances on the break with players like Zaha and uh, Eze, who I thought played brilliantly. I love Eze. Yeah. I really, I wanted him Arsenal in the what was yeah. it, winter or something. Um, but regardless, I wanted him, and I didn't really touch on probably the fundamental areas of the game. Um, Maitland-Niles playing left-back was an absolute disaster, not really too surprised with that one. Tierney was a huge, huge miss, and so was Martinelli as well, which is quite funny to say with his age. But hopefully he's back from Newcastle, which is another huge game. We just have to win to keep on going, I guess. A clean sheet's nice, but realistically, a nil-nil at home. Our home form is very worrying, to be honest. Like... I don't, I don't really understand. Is it psychological? Like, but we really struggle at home. <laughs> Still can tell you why. Like, do you um? Don't know do you, you just one last thing on Arsenal? I mean, there's not, there's only so much you can talk about a nil nil. But um, <laughs> very little. We've, I've escaped a lot out of them about, <laughs> you know, the criticism and stuff. So it's tough to really say too much yeah. more. Can we talk about Pepe? Uh, or Gabriel and Party obviously coming back is huge. Yeah, we. But, yeah, I said Pepe. Just really, oh, I don't. I mean, I could briefly. What's touch going on? Like, a bit, but, even when he wasn't, uh, even when he wasn't getting like goals and assists, he was looking good. I think the best performance I saw from him was it against was it against Chelsea? 
Uh, okay. yeah, oh, he was so good. He was so, the final? so good. I, I think it was either City or Chelsea in the FA Cup. People like, okay, so when we signed Pepe, I still can't help but feel Emery's usage of him treating him as a touchdown winger entirely. And then the moment he gets, um, like, he stops scoring, he gets benched. I can't help yeah. but feel he treated like, treat him like dirt. And that's, like, a large part of his decline. You can't tell me that's the same Pepe, especially like yesterday's Pepe, right? But then we saw some really promising signs in the FA Cup. He was a pivotal player, Sheffield United, West Ham last season, um, even on Man United last season. Like, what what happened to him? I don't like the guy. I, we all know, right? His end product is severely lacking. The guy's footballing like he was room temperature, and we're like. It's, just, I don't understand how a footballer. I'm not. Just I'm not going to turn so useless. Like. But do you see a future for him at Arsenal? Like realistically, realistic. Really? Okay. Without me feeling yeah, scrapped, no. Uh, I don't honest. think Arsenal are going to are going to you know get rid. I don't think they're going to throw in the towel with him or anything. But it's looking like as the weeks go on it's just less and less likely that he's gonna you know kick on and it is a shame it... yeah it's really like as I say I'm yeah. sure you've seen how much I've defended him in the past yeah, I've, I've, I absolutely I've love the guy, the guy and at least like the no, player he's obviously, he, there's obviously a player there but I, I feel yeah. like the price tag is, is really one of the biggest issues yeah I feel yeah. bad for Pepe and that because, you know, it's the same for Maguire, it's the yeah. same for even Kepa, same for all these sort of players. Like, it's not their fault yeah. they're getting transferred for ludicrous amounts of money. And I'll still stand by the fact, I don't think Pepe's well, that was, amount of money he have, like, worth the most, it, personally. Like, he had was it the most goals in France or something? Like, second, yeah. Second, yeah. I think, behind Mbappe, yeah. and that's when he was stupidly good. Like, I don't think that's... I understand it's one season, but in this current market, a player has an unbelievable yeah, season. You end up paying yeah, a lot of money, like Sancho even. Like, I know he's been better for years, but like, generally, you've won a real season. Your, yeah. your market value Can goes I just um, ask you just a quick question about so Pepe? Where do you think he ranks in terms of wingers in the league? I saw people saying not, not top 25. <laughs> yeah, I saw, oh, I saw this debate. I'm, I can't I can't give you a distinct ranking, but I can tell you as much as the key elements of a winger he lacks severely. The key element of a footballer he lacks severely even. So end product completely what lacking. Footballing IQ, as I said, so low. Used to be unbelievable taking on players, big confidence player, but even like without confidence, like I still take him to, you know, drive at players. Obviously you're gonna get mind marked in the prep, especially when Players, defenders or definitely like, look out for that. Definitely. Yeah, of course. He was one of the best. Definitely, he was one of the best like wingers. Still, still, dribblers, still is sorry, a good dribbler. Still like, is a good dribbler. Dribblers in the Premier League. Like, like you don't lose that. That's what I, I don't understand. understand. It probably is just um, confidence. Like I don't think you lose your ability to, you know, like do do all those things. But the whole worrying thing is the whole worrying thing is though. The cameos, obviously, I understand. It's not the easiest to surface too much from a cameo, um, and you need a good run of games to, you know. But when you when you get your chance, you need to prove to the manager why you deserve to. 
like we can't just be like oh because he came from for 72 mil because of his goal and assists in a league where he has more space and like lovely gun but it's factual um we can't just be like oh he needs to start getting a run of games and does, he doesn't deserve that over Saka does he, he work deserve that over Martinelli either when he comes back so <sighs> no to be honest I, it doesn't really look like doesn't he's such a weird like Honestly, like he's such a strange footballer, yeah. like he doesn't seem like he works very hard either. I think that'll be the first thing like, really to get back in the good books, at least to get back on, you know, the, back get back in the team sheet. Just work, work his socks off, but definitely. And I think it kind of like makes me sad to think. Like, I saw someone make an Arsenal comp yesterday of like years under Wenger and that. Um, makes me sad to think like when you join Arsenal, United, Chelsea, Liverpool, you know, teams like that. Um, it's like an honour to play for them. But it just feels like they're playing there and it's like some sort of chore to play for them. Like you've got we got Willian who doesn't even try. We got Aubameyang who doesn't even try. We got Pepe who doesn't even try. Like this is Arsenal. Trust me, we've had this like, problem. The least well, Arsenal for is you to try. <laughs> yes, it's just so embarrassing, like I just don't obviously we have so much deadwood and stuff, that's another point, but it just confuses me so much. Like you're playing for Arsenal, what more motivation do you need? Like it is, it is a sad thing to think about, and I'm glad we're past that. And I'm sure you will be. That is one thing I would say about our team at the moment. It's just not like that anymore. Like they all, they want to give their all for the club every it's the game. Yeah, and that like that's what young players does as well. Like I'm sure Rashford can drive a lot of that forward. Bruno is obviously a work ethic master leadership qualities so that would drive the team on to, you it, know. it goes a long way but, because at the end of the day our squad should not be where it is but like I think that's testament to the players and how much they're putting in for the cause and although it's, it's off topic anyway but I'm sure like like you said if, if every player at right. Arsenal was giving their all to the cause I'm sure you'd be doing better than you are like yeah like obviously it's not like oh the requirement to play for Arsenal isn't giving you all requirement, that's isn't what it? it is but like in terms like this, yeah. the absolute bare minimum. And then also another thing to think about as well, Arteta's shown, like people will credit Saka, but Arteta deserves a huge amount of credit for what he's done for him as a right winger. And I'm sure Martinelli will follow suit. Um, he deserve, you saw what um, Arteta did to Sané, Sterling, etc. in Man City. He turned them into getting into these sort of positions, improving their footwork and such, yeah. you know, turning them into the players they are now. You see what um, wingers surely working under Arteta must be like, wow, I've got the perfect coach to teach me how to, you know, really improve my game and take my game to the next level. So when you see these footballers who just don't seem particularly willing or don't seem to have the qualities or even like really seem what they want to learn how to improve, yeah. it's quite, quite confusing to me. Really. Yeah, a, I just wanted to ask you one more thing on the topic. Um, obviously, Gabriel was back in the squad, but on the bench, do you think that's just a fitness issue or like, do you think he'll be back in the team? I'm pleased, to be honest. I, I tweeted uh, to someone when they asked that question. Um, I'm sure he'll be back in the team. Yeah, the I think that's now on. It's a bit strange, but I think um, COVID, obviously people don't really see it like this, but I remember when Pogba and Havertz and stuff had COVID, yeah. they absolutely struggled for fitness when they came back. Um, and I'm not saying that, obviously, once you're done from COVID, you're done from it. But it's not to say you won't, you know, you won't have the same sort of fitness levels as before or likelihood. So not rushing someone back against quick forwards like Zaha and Eze is probably intelligent. Whereas we play Newcastle, 
you'll probably just have the aerial threat, which is what Gabriel loves. So I think it's way more suited and way more, it's way smarter to put him into a game like that than chuck him straight in against some quick forwards. Where if he's not a full fitness, who knows? Yeah, that's a good point. I think yeah. the guys Barney should come back in. I mean, that probably wraps that. We'll move on to. Tottenham, yeah, spoke a lot about Tottenham who um, dropped more points at home to Fulham in a game that wasn't actually on until about two days before. Um, obviously, there was all that. Uh, Very strange. It was all that uh, stuff going on pre-game about Mourinho saying Parker shouldn't play a strong team. I don't really understand that, to be honest. It's probably just trying that to makes get no sense, probably... especially, especially especially considering like the squad quality between Spurs and Fulham. Like, it's not like Fulham now have an infinitely better squad than Spurs. They what just have what did he mean by that, anyway? What, what did he mean? Yeah. Like, well, he, he, basically, he basically said because Parker moaned about the, um, the lack of preparation and lack of fitness, stuff like that, because Fulham played, again, they played under 20 minutes on uh, yeah. Saturday in the FA Cup. Um, I think he was sort of saying that, oh, if he's going to complain about it, then I expect him not to play his best team, probably trying to get his head. That's what he does, probably better than his on-the-field antics <laughs> at the moment, to be honest. Um, <laughs> not well, they, again, it was a different sort of 1-1 that we've seen. They did create a lot of chances in the first half. Obviously, Kane got the goal from a superb cross from uh, Sergio Regulon, who's been one of their best performers this season, and I'm still going to be missed out on him, to be honest. He's a... I can't help but feel this, like, one of your, this all comes down to, like, lace and stuff for you. I can't help, I know people are saying buyback and stuff, but I can't help but feel, like, just not getting regular on it. It shows exactly the ambition of, like, the glazes and going for someone who's pretty much free or, like, very yeah, cheap. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Just, I, I don't want to go from tangent on that. I'll be here all day, I'm sure. Yeah, no. I'll revisit that when we get to the centre-back and win on But, um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, but, on, great ball in, Kane, good goal, uh, 1-0. And, but at that point, even though of their history, I was thinking they should see this out now and they missed so many yeah, chances. Let's talk about Son. Over. Son. I couldn't be happier. Son. The thing is, though, I wouldn't... To be honest, though, I kind of just see it as he just had an off day. He's carried Spurs on his back along with Kane the whole season. I'm not going to be too judgmental on it. If it carries on the next few games... You can't have two players just... To produce those amount of stats yes. like that throughout the whole season it's, it's, it's impossible like, it, unless you're Ronaldo and Messi yeah but also uh, did anyone did anyone see Endombele's pass yeah. I think who was it to um, was it to Kane and their kick, their goalkeeper I, I, think, I think I did I can't remember um, Ariola made a brilliant save yeah they like Endombele played Ariola. a brilliant pass I think it's to Kane or so really in the six yard box almost he had it there it was brilliant but like I say, yeah, they, they can't miss that many chances. Sort of same, same, uh, different game, but same um, scenario. If their players take their chances, they would have beat Liverpool as well. So it's mm-hmm. like, but it, for, from yeah. the start, uh, uh, it was an odd team uh, session because it, it was again, it was just Kane and Son, and then I know Sissoko played off the right. Baffles me. You're four, four set midfielders, and you're playing I mean, like two attackers. As good like, as Endombele has been this season, I still think he'd be better as like an eight rather than a 10 because like he doesn't get the goals yeah. and like he doesn't get the assists and then again you're just relying on Kane and Son when you've got you've got Ali a, who is a we, we spoke about Ali before he's a top player well, who's about to be let go uh, but, I hope like, he does go he's persistent on playing and Don Bale is the 8 yeah I mean they don't, they don't deserve him based on yeah. what they're doing at the moment but we don't want to just say it was down to Spurs it's down for 
all the time because in the second half, Fulham yeah, were brilliant. I liked, uh, and they're five games without defeat. I liked to. Uh, as they have been all draws, like, but I like I like the way they play the teams, as well. and I, I, they, I yeah. I hope they stay. They up, deserve I a like lot. Scott we can like well. ramble on about. Uh, I like Scott Parker as well. I'm a big fan. We can we can ramble about Spurs all we want about their defensive antics. Playing like that against Fulham and stuff isn't very intelligent, but we've got to give full credit to, as you guys were saying, Scott Parker. Um, that I remember when we played them. Obviously, first day is different, but they looked an absolute shambles and like a shoo-in to get relegated. Even but they look a really impressive team, a team which will give any team in the league pretty much a very tough game. And it's not like they play any defensive no, football either. You're right. Um, we play some good attacking stuff, which is tough to defend against. I thought Lookman was really, really impressive. And once again, I think having loans out, but when Nagelsmann shows, you know, like does the absolute world of good for players. But yeah, like I think Fulham are really impressive team. They got that. What's his name? The midfielder yeah, yeah. Zamba. Um, I thought yeah. he, he had a very good game in midfield alongside um, Harrison Reed as well, really putting a shift. And you've got to win the midfield battle against Spurs. Because they pack it, and Fulham did. Like Fulham's, Definitely. Fulham's three with a loft of cheeks slightly ahead. I thought played really well, and their goal was very good. It was a really, it was a, a cross from Lutman on his weak foot, and it was a brilliant header from a winger. Really, like Cavallero isn't the striker; is a fantastic header, and Lloris got to it, but couldn't get it out. And if if Camera had lifted his head in the last minutes, they could have won it. And as much, as many chances Tottenham had, I think a draw was a fair yeah. result. And I think if Fulham would have won that game. You couldn't really argue with it because at the end of the day, they're a team in the bottom three. Like they're obviously going to concede yeah. chances, but their goalkeeper played fantastically and they were brilliant on the break. Offensively, very sound. I think uh, Anderson and Adarabio have been brilliant additions, and the bombing on fullbacks as well. I thought uh, Robinson looked quite lively on the left hand side. He put in a couple of good crosses, got in some good positions, and I would like to see them uh, uh, stay up. But it'd be interesting because. I don't think Brighton are going to go yeah. down, as we've said before. They play too well to go down. Like it will, like they will start getting the rub of the green eventually. Just and fail. Burnley aren't going to go they down. They will stay up. But yeah, Burnley aren't going to go down. Um, they've got <laughs> too much, like too defensively sound. Maybe Newcastle will get dragged They're going in there, aren't they? They're they've going been there. utterly poor lately. Like I think Bruce is an awful manager. I think they've got a good squad as well. Like not an amazing squad, ah, but they've got on the so, table. Bro. It's, yeah. so um, it's just so negative. They got Saint Max like, I'd hate player. to be. I'd hate to be a Newcastle. Well, yeah, we'll, um, like, watching it. Yeah. Like, yeah. We'll touch on that quickly. Yeah, I was watching us against them. Yeah, their their game against Sheffield United just quickly as well. Um, Do you think it was a penalty? It was. It was a massive win. I don't know if you guys. I'm pleased. Pleased for Chris Wilder. I didn't see that. Even even before the red card, it was. Five at the back, like sitting deep, like having two or three attacking-minded players on the field, and like you're playing against a team that he hasn't play, won a game he all the season. Same team against everyone, like, doesn't he? He'll play that team against Man City. Yeah, he'll play that team against Sheffield United. Like you said, like they can't, they can't, they can't score. Like, but yeah, he insists on playing like such a deep so five back. The wing, the fullbacks don't really push forward. It is literally just Callum Wilson feeding off scraps really this season. Wilson's a good player as well, though, like, he's a really useful mid-table but, but, striker. Um, and I'm sure he can play for, like, quite a lot. One of the things with Newcastle, league. though, they're one of those teams that they always seem to be doing really bad, but then yeah. they're 12 yeah. every season. But at the moment, at the moment, <laughs> yeah. even though Fulham got a game in hand, they're still seven points clear of the drop. And they're, like, they're already on 19 points. And I, I'll just, I'll ask you then, all individually, like, I think we could probably agree West Brom and Sheffield United look I'm still back in West down. Brom. 
Oh, yeah, fair enough. Each to their own. But um, <laughs> fair enough. Who, who do you? Well, okay then, Taylor. If you're, if you're back in West Brom, here we go. Uh, Sheffield United. Even though I wouldn't be, I sound stupid, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them stay up now. Me and my friend were talking about this. They overperformed last season, but I think they're massively underperforming this season. No, uh, they've had a few injuries. They get Sanderberg back. They've got a few, like, a few decent yeah. games going up. I think they could turn it around quite quickly. Uh, to get relegated, I'm going to go Fulham, unfortunately. I don't think they'll come last. I want them to stay up. Newcastle, I think they've got a lot of quality, but I just unless they get rid of, um, unless they get rid of uh, Steve Bruce... Um, Oh, that's, that's hard, isn't it? There's a few teams that are like sniffing. Every team is so three months like, this season. It's really. Yeah, Sheffield United, yeah, Fulham, Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that's it. That's um, it. Yeah, yeah. Just quickly on fifteen, but they're slipping. Quickly on Sheffield United, though. Sorry. I'll um, I'll go, I'll go with mine. Quickly on Sheffield United. I was listening to um, the Football Daily podcast here down uh, BBC Five Live, and they were talking about the fact that. If Sheffield United want to reach like late, uh, sort of mid to late thirties yeah. in points, they're going to have to basically get a higher points per game than they did Ooh. throughout last season. So they're basically going to have to play better than they did last season to get anywhere near enough to stay up. And let's be honest, that's why I'm going to go with them. But because I like, I, think I don't think, go down. I don't think I they're going to be worse than Derby. But I can't even see them hitting thirty points. I still yeah. think they've got the quality, to be honest. And then I am going to go with West Brom as well. Same reason, haven't got the quality. Like yeah. sitting back, I know they got a goal against Liverpool and City or whatever, but I just don't think sitting back the old game when you haven't got the quality no, is, is going to be enough. But even then, I said to this to my friend the other day, I said, uh, this is about Spurs again, but I said I don't think Mourinho is suited to this league anymore. And people are like, oh, but you know, like, that's a crazy thing to say. But I say that because this league I'd say what like when he was at Chelsea and stuff I think teams would give up give up far more when they go one down against a team like Chelsea but now you go one down you have all of the ball you're absolutely battering yeah. a team no team gives up anymore in, in regards to West Brom you no mean team. no uh, yeah Example so like the if Brom, at Anfield. Like, even if they go one up and just park it but like yeah just I don't think defensive football to that degree works anymore Obviously, sitting back is going to, you know, it's always going to be a part of the game when you're hitting on counters and stuff, but you've got to score more, create more. You can't just be as passive as teams like that have been this season. Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll finish on mine. I'll say Sheffield United, West Brom, and I, I am going to go with Fulham as well, unfortunately. I don't think I they're do quite going to have enough. But, but I, um, I hope, I agree. I, they are, they are, they're <sighs> two points so off. Brighton with two games in hand but I think again Brighton are a good side Potter is a good manager I think he'll get him out of it I also think Burnley Newcastle are going to have enough and then that sort of just leaves Fulham unfortunately but I do hope uh, a team looks at Parker if that happens like who? because I feel like he could do a good job elsewhere with a bit more quality Celtic. I don't know I don't know if uh, Fulham will go, go on on that let's, let's hear yours let's see no <sighs> it's a really tough one for me because I think Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield Wednesday Sheffield United and um West Brom, the shoe-ins for me, but then I, I don't, I don't think Fulham will go down. But then if I say I don't think Fulham will go down, who's staying up instead? I don't think Newcastle will because I can't remember who said it. I think it was Tay or Ethan. They always manage to finish twelfth, yeah. so they always manage to get some sort of form going. I don't know how, but they do. Um, I, I definitely see Sheffield United because even I know someone said they outperformed their expected goal massively last year and stuff, but even last season. 
they were they, they had that like shock factor to the league no one knew what to expect or how to defend them or anything like that not how to defend them, how to play them sorry um so they had that as well going for them and the points tally for that sort of position was very very low as well like it is this year in many ways but just in general like this league is so much more competitive and what i was saying about one nil as well i don't see them staying up but then as i said west brom just aren't good enough well, give us a name who um, you saying and, uh, I want to say Newcastle because I feel like they're like maybe running out but then again they have too much quality to go down so I agree but where does, the, where does the quality come from because um... yeah but Bournemouth went down last year well Callum Wilson is a 15 goal a season that's a good point they got Newcastle defenders not just because they of the system uh, defender for de- uh, defender they're much better than Bournemouth as well um, like Darlow's, Darlow's better than Ramsdale, I don't care. Got a good keeper, well, two um, good keepers. Like, I think Yedlin's been good. Yeah, 100%. But, like, that, is it Kieran, Kieran Clark is actually right. quite a good defender. Okay. I mean, he suits Newcastle to a tee, but he's actually quite he good. He had a good, good. game against you, boys, didn't he? Federico <sighs> Fernandez. He was really good against us, to be like, fair. Who, who do they play left back? Jamal Lewis, Lewis is okay. Like, Or oh, Richie. Oh, Richie. Lewis, Hang on, I what was you you constitution yourself here. You said a minute ago you think Newcastle. No, no, I am. You don't know how you do. I do think they're going to go oh. down, but I'm just saying, like, I don't. I, the quality is better than Bournemouth. But really Bournemouth tall. are no example of a team to go, stay up. Do you know what I mean? Like, just because Callum Wilson's there, he Callum Wilson, unless he gets injured, will be the highest goal yeah. scorer. And he was was he Bournemouth's highest goal scorer, goal scorer as well. So yeah, he, he, he so was I, every. I year don't now, know. Right? I I don't think he's enough to keep you up with Bruce as your manager but um, yeah I, do you know what I said I think they're going to go down I don't think they are I just want them to go down alright but I'm going to back it I'm going to back it they'll go down <sighs> I'll, 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 all right, I'll, um, I'll go to you Jamil then do you, do you disagree yes. are you going to throw um, a ball I'm going to have to say follow I'm afraid Sheffield United for sure I think um, I, it's, it's difficult in West Brom because Big Sam has kept every side up but West Brom, Jesus, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're shocking, aren't they? You, you were with, you were with me too. I was, I was, I was, mate. But Jesus Christ, they're not good, aren't they? I've got, I've got to back it. Yeah, mm. but see, I, I see the other teams like Fulham. They have much more quality. Yeah. Brighton, much more quality. Burnley, they know how to stay up. They've done this. Newcastle, uh, Newcastle, the only, you know, their only possible like. Rival, I guess. I think I think Brighton and Burnley will stay up. I think Sheffield United will definitely go down. I think Fulham. Between Newcastle and Fulham. Um, you know, I'm gonna say New. I'm gonna say West Brom gonna go down as well. And it's between oh. Newcastle and Fulham. And I'm, I'm gonna go. F- Fulham to go down. I, th- I think, yeah, 18, 19, and 20. I, th- I think the bottom three right now, Fulham, West Brom, and Sheffield United, I think it will stay like that. I hope. I'd say probably um, the same position yeah. as well, I'd probably say. I think I think that's also one thing worth noting as well, uh, just before we probably move on to the final topic, Sheffield Wolves. Um, I think it's also just worth noting. Uh, I think Burnley are the prime example of this. You get one win. And no matter how fluky or bad you play, when confidence just comes in like that, Burnley beat uh, us 1-0 after they were dreadful. They've been a really tough team to beat. Yeah, they, they know, um, they they know how to do it, and it's, right? it's torture to watch. What I, what I would... 
it is effective. Awful, but the same could technically just, happen with a Newcastle type, you know? Which is why it's so hard to go to down. Want goes down. Burnley to go down. I want Newcastle, no, I want West Brom to go down. And I want Sheffield United to go down. So, I want Fulham to stay up, basically. And I want Newcastle to go down. Yeah, I'll, it'd be good to see Fulham stay up, because I've been really, they're a really fun team I, to watch, I, I think. Um, I yeah. like Fulham. I don't quite I reminiscent hope, of I Norwich. Fulham ben, actually, down. Yeah, I hope I Fulham don't they have a good manager. Um, Parker. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah future, you know how reactions really um, are nowadays. I don't know who Fulham's owners are, but... but yeah, yeah, you are true. But, um, like, like Matt said, we'll just quickly touch on Everton and Wolves. And Everton have really cracked up the table. They're now in the top... Uh, they are fifth, actually, because they got uh, leapfrogged by City, it must have been, because they played the day after. But they were fourth at the time, and they're... They're 11 points with City, but played a game less. They're 11 points with Leicester, and they're one point behind Liverpool and four points behind Manchester United. And um, considering the team they sided against uh, against Wolves, like where they've got a lot of their key players out, it was a very very impressive result. And they seem to have recovered from their sort of mid-season slump. Um, one thing, well, one thing I think Ancelotti's done brilliantly in instilling in Everton is a winning mentality. Like they they have the ability to really like win dirty essentially like I know they've always been that sort of team but I think this season they've done it way more than other years but like um, I think Ben Godfrey's helped that Michael Keane's been great for them just a really good yeah, defensively um, just got them the win against Ben Godfrey's been a fantastic signing and um, obviously Wolves have got a lot of injuries at the moment um, I wish we went for like we keep saying I think it's going to be a transition for them I don't want to touch on them too much because I want to just pose a question to you boys in a minute but when they get start to get some injuries back, I'm sure they'll they definitely will be fine. But I can't see them sort of being in the top that top half this season. But on Everton, Nuno's too stubborn. Yeah, on um, on Everton, I just wanted to ask you boys. Obviously, at the moment, there's quite a clear top three, and um, by that will probably end that way. But um, and with Chelsea and Tottenham slacking, do you think Everton no, or Leicester no. can make? I think Leicester can. Like not 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 do you not not um, do you win, not do you think? Yeah, like yeah, I understand. The only, the only way... Yeah, of course. Yeah. Re- realistically. Only if Kane gets injured. That's the only scenario that they get top four. Yeah. So you still Tot- think Tottenham, 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 Tottenham could still finish third. Right, they're probably nine, but... Yeah, they could, but... Like, I'm just, I'm just saying Chelsea, could. I'm not saying they will. Chelsea seem to be I think I'm the only one on this podcast that is still in the Mourinho-Tottenham bandwagon. I still think they're a very good team. No, no, right. yeah, same. I, I, I'm, I'm not against Mourinho. I, what I would say is that... No, they're a good team, no question about it. When you have players like... What I would say is that I, I still don't understand why, why... I mean, like, against Fulham, he had, like, so many chances to kill the game off. Granted, he, uh, his players missed him, but he, like... He, in the first half, he played um, good attacking football. Second half, he says, "All right, let, let, let's just let's just um, keep it solid again and, and defend the lead." I don't understand. It's a one 0 lead. Like you can't defend one 0 lead. But what's the lead? I don't. Need? I don't like, just go for it. He, he continuously does realistically. It. If Spurs go two up, I don't understand. Does like, it doesn't they could easily, they could easily got, um, they could easily got into the second half. Stubbornness. Um, attacked again. Fulham maybe probably, probably could have collapsed. Kane, Kane, maybe Son link it up again, get a second goal, and cool, you can shop shop uh, then. But uh, straight away in the second half, I mean, I, I don't get it. He it doesn't time 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 again, and I don't understand to be honest. I think um, I think 
I think Everton shouldn't be slept on. I, I, I do think they've got a chance because obviously you've got James Rodriguez coming back to and the now. And you've got uh, Ancelotti who's actually won this league. And Digne has just come back from six weeks out and he is one of the best Didn't left he play in the league. A lot he's definitely forward. top three. Um, and, um, got... He was, he sort of, yeah, he, he, it was sort of like a, yeah. it sort of changed that game. Nine, it was really, sort of they? off the ball, yeah, off the ball, it's sort of like yeah. a three-five-two. And then on the ball, Hammers and Sigerson sort of pushed right up. But they, they won that game without yeah. Calvin Lewin, without Richarlison, with Digne just coming back in his first game yeah. there, without Alan at the moment. With all those players in, we saw how good of a team they are. And with a manager like that, I think they're always going to have a chance. But there's, like I think it was Matt touched on a minute ago, the whole winning mentality thing. Because since they finished, I think it was fifth under um, Roberto Martinez, they've been very poor since, other than I think one seventh yeah. finish under uh, Ronald Koeman. But they've sort of all seemed to fell off, and I don't think they'll get top four. But I they've think they can get top six well. definitely. And I think if I think Everton fans would be satisfied if they can get into the top six and get back into Europe as well as a decent cup run, and then maybe long long term because they've got they've it's got good owners that are happy to back rich, the squad, rich, rich. and they could this make top the four thing, in the next couple of years. Like any team, any team could to be honest. Leicester could, Everton could, we could still get top six. I don't think we get top four. Um, no even like a team like Leeds could even be up there. I don't I think, think they we, will, but like the league is so open and no one's like, capitalising on the team who's going to get Who do you guys think is going to get top great, four? Great idea. Can we do top six? All right, I'll um, I'll, I'll uh, start then. I'll start then. Yeah, top Just, six probably in order. In order, I'm going to go Manchester City to win the title. I'm going to go Liverpool second. I'm going to go Manchester United third. I'm going to go Tottenham fourth. Chelsea fifth. Leicester sixth. Everton seventh. You said you said top eight, mate. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, but I, I didn't want Matt. I didn't want Matt. Go back, carry on. But go on, go on, then, Matt. Go oh, on. I appreciate it. Arsenal first. No, I'm joking. I got caught in 4K. Um, Arsenal first. Uh, no, no uh, Man City first. Liverpool second. United third. Um, but any of them, who knows? Uh, Chelsea fourth. Spurs fifth. Chelsea fourth. Um, Leicester sixth. I want to say. Um, Arsenal seventh, and then I don't know. Southampton eighth. I may have forgot someone. Oh, Everton. Yeah, uh, Everton. Right, fair enough. I'll, um, so eight, I'll I don't know. This will change next sure. week, by the way. Um, if we, if we beat if we beat you, I say Liverpool. But I go Man Man City to win the league. I just can't see any team scoring past them this season. Um, I go Liverpool close second. I think I don't think there'll be more than five points in whoever wins the league. Um, third, Spanner in the works. I'm gonna go Tottenham Hotspur. I I back them, and I don't trust United. But again, maybe that will change. But uh, fourth, I go Man United. I think comfortably though. I don't think you'll be in the race with whoever's fifth. I feel like there will be like we were talking about earlier. The top, the best top three is quite evident. But I feel like the top four race won't be that close this year. I feel like they are the four standout teams. Um, in fifth, I'm going <laughs> to drop. Must take five on us to win the league. In fifth, who do I want to go? I'll go. I'll I'll back Chelsea. Like they're all right. They're they're struggling now, but I think Werner will will um, cash in his expected goals. <laughs> yeah, they've got too much quality, and they've done really well against like you. I remember when even like teams like I know Sheffield United, but they seem to know how to beat the lower teams. 
it's always at the start of when they play Sixth a good place, team, they absolutely struggle. Again, Spanner in the works. I do not trust Leicester. I'm going to go for Southampton. Yeah, I, I genuinely agree with what, that. So I can see Southampton no getting as high as anything. Who's finishing 9th out of Everton? They can find out from the Arsenal, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, we're not and finishing 9th through. We're finishing 2nd. City. Liverpool. Why are you, why are you stuttering? What, what do you mean? What, what do you mean? We're not going to come <laughs> first. Huh? <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> okay, what if you don't you don't buy a centre back then? Seems when they get top well, five. Ne next question. There, there you go. Then they get relegated. Um, <laughs> Liverpool second, United third. Um, nah, it's between it's between, <laughs> it's between Chelsea and Tottenham. Uh, you know, I'm gonna say Chelsea. Gonna say Chelsea fourth. Um, I, I think I think I think um, I could see Leicester getting top four. Just top 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 I don't trust them. Sustainable. I know where you're playing isn't sustainable. Um, can't uh, like even though Kane and so on, they're just unbelievable. And if they continue that, then well, I mean they're amazing. Um, but Tottenham fifth, um, and I, I do think fourth and fifth between Tottenham and Chelsea will be close. And in sixth, I'd say um, Leicester. And I had asked. Wait, who, would, I, would I say sixth Leicester, seventh, seventh yeah. Arsenal? Yeah. No one last you top seven. No, everyone else did it. <laughs> um, and then Arsenal, Arsenal eighth. Yeah, Arsenal eighth. Uh, Arsenal. I like the list. Can I just oh, ask fair one enough. Quick I mean, yes. you guys, before we do wrap this up. Uh, say to Mills right and um, Tottenham miss out on the Champions League, like well through the league. Who knows what will happen in Europa League? If you're Harry Kane and you miss out on the Champions League, this has got to be the year he leaves. If they miss out, do you know what I said? No, do you know what I said at the start of the season? I think no, he signed a new contract. We'll, we'll miss out in Champions League, but we'll win Europa League. That's what I always predicted, and I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick with it. No, I'll win everything. I don't know. I just. Aubameyang's going to. I feel like. I, I, think, I think Jose loves those comments. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. I wouldn't surprise me. He, do, he does, but, like, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, I can't see Spurs winning the Europa League. I mean, I, I could see it. I don't think it's going to happen. But I, I do agree with your point. I, I think they'll focus on cups. He's got to think of packing his bag soon because look at Eden Hazard. He left it too late. And that's an even worse situation because he won Premier League yeah. at Chelsea. And yeah. Europa League's and but he still left this is the biggest year in his career I think. I mean, Kane hasn't won a single trophy has he no no and uh, Riyad Mahrez has done well at City but like I still don't think he's going to quit though like, I mean fair enough I, I don't think he will I don't think he will but I think he should but I think I think he should yeah I, agree I think he should come to United I, I think I think he actually wants to win some silverware in his time I think he Real wants to win silverware not wait at four. I think Levy will cash in at the right price whatever that price is but I don't think Kane will. But I, they're not going to miss out on Champions League anyway, so he's going to stay. But if he does, I think he should leave. Like that's what I'm going to say. What about Son? I, and what about Son? I don't know about Son. Where's Son? Where's Son going to go? Let me just have them. Oh, Son. Bayern Munich. Oh, Son's near it. No chance. Uh, let me I mean, that's so many wings. That's unbelievable. Let me yeah. put this hypothetically. They just signed Sané. Let me just put this hypothetically right. Uh, Real Madrid have put 145 million bid on the table for Daniel Levy. Well, Levy's do you think Spurs will accept him? Do you think Kane will accept him? 
I, I nah, don't think <laughs> what you're saying this for Kane or something. I think I think Kane is worth yeah, more than okay. yeah. forty-five million yeah, to okay. Spurs. All right. It depends. It... Okay, okay. It's all This is all hypothetical. I still, I still think, like I still think he's worth this more than that to them. I mean, if he pu- if he pushes for a move and they and they okay, offer okay, that, let me... then I mean, yeah, but. Okay, let me put this right. Any amount of money which Spurs are happy with but, but, is Kane. But like, is Spurs like, going like, to accept I don't any amount of money? And is Kane going to accept it? But they've got they've, they can, there's so much revenue in yeah, the game. It's not like Daniel Levy is going to be desperate for 200 million quid. And I think uh, if Kane doesn't push for the move, I think he ends his career there. Yeah, he's got to win something though. It, it's da- it's down to him. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. It's just a hypothetical. Yeah, no. Ta- it's just a hypothetical question, by the way. It's not any like indication. I'd be back in the bags and off. Like even if they got top four and they didn't win anything, they top four. If you're at your boyhood club. Like, put, 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 well, no, he's an Arsenal Academy boy. I know Rashford. Like, he's been brainwashed and like that. But say Rashford didn't won nothing, right? Absolutely nothing in his career, and he gets to twenty-eight, and he's putting out this like better numbers than he is now, and he still hasn't won anything. Does he push for a move? I don't. I don't. I think it's the exact same. I. I think he. I think he's too local and moral to leave. Yeah, he probably should be, but I don't think he will. Yeah. I, think it's right I can't see him moving, but yeah. I can't see. I'd love for him to be United. I thought career, I've always liked the idea of player. Kane and Man United as a neutral. I love that. I'd love that. I, 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 I absolutely love that. I can't see it. He's a super player. That would be player. amazing. Yeah, I mean, that would be unbelievable. I think that pretty much let us know what you think. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah, let us know what you think about all those debates. I actually really enjoyed those debates. Yeah. Thought, you know what? I think I think next week is getting. I think it'll be halfway. In the Premier League season, so we Half could do um, team of the season so far if if that's yeah. what. Yeah, well, I mean, we did our we did our predictions today. I mean, let us know what you think. Obviously, you can tell us on Twitter at Big Six Pod. That's where you can find us. And um, hope you guys are all staying safe in the lockdown. I hope we can provide a good distraction to everything that's going on, and we'll continuously churn these out for you. And just let us know what you think. We're still really enjoying filming these, and it's a pleasure to be on here. And I'm enjoying them a lot. I'm, I know everyone else is too. And um, just let us know what you think. I don't know if you guys got anything to say as we part out. Yeah, not a lot, to be honest. Uh, thanks thanks for those of you that do listen. Trying to get better every week. I'm still enjoying it. So, yeah, nice one. Yeah, we really appreciate yeah, I mean, your support. Ne- uh, next week's will be a big one, unless you know, Liverpool finishes. Yeah, me even me or Ethan won't um, be here, regardless of. <laughs> uh, I'll be here. I have shame. If it finishes nil nil. Hypothetically, if it finishes nil nil, yeah. there's going to be some controversy. Yeah, I'm laughing about it now, but there's going to be some controversy. I, I just want, I just want, I just want yeah. a Bruno 98th minute. Henderson's going to headbutt Pogba. Oh, it would be brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. But that, uh, that one will be out on on Monday afternoon. I think this one's going out Friday night. So, um, thanks very much for uh, listening. Just let us know what you think at Big Six Pod on Twitter, and hope you guys stay safe. And we'll see you soon and enjoy the weekend's games.